Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com and I'm here with another seven-day call to help you burn fat and sculpt your body over the course of the next week. We've got a pretty cool workout for you. We've got Booty for Life. That's a workout I designed way back in 2005 for a client, since modified it and had uh, obviously hundreds of people have now used it and more people are using it every day. So we're going to go over this pretty cool workout part one this week and part two next week because it's an eight-week program. All right, so when you listen to this call, I will probably be returning from Atlanta. That's where I'm off to uh, for another seminar this weekend. And then the week after that, I'm off to Orlando for the last trip of this month. In December, I think I will be off to Chicago and maybe to California one more time. But all of us, we're really entering the heart of holiday season here now. So I want you to stay strong. I want you to be prepared. I've got some really good tips for you and even a research study on dieting that's going to be very interesting for you. For me personally, I'm doing the vegan experiment. It's going well. Overall, I decided not to buy any vegan protein. I'm just going to eat whole natural foods. and Things are going quite well. Strength is up. Weight is up. I should be building muscle on this program. So uh, using some workouts with the help of Vince Del Monte and talking more about that later this month. So the travel was a little bit tough, but not too bad because I planned ahead, and that's pretty much the way everything goes in life. If you plan ahead, you're going to be better off. So if you still have some Halloween candy sitting around, let's go to our tip of the week, and again, that interesting research study to help give you some ideas on how to overcome that, and also you know, holiday eating as we go through the rest of the holidays. So Monday, November the 9th, it's our transformation tip of the week, and it's this. It's actually a harsh truth rather than just a tip. The harsh truth is, if it's in your house, you're going to eat it. I mean, I know this from experience. If it's in my house, I eat it. If it's in my parents' house when I go to visit, I eat it. So, you know, the only thing you can do is get rid of the junk. Don't let it be there in the first place. And don't rationalize a reason for it to be there. So if you've got junk, you know, get past the dollar value of the junk if you bought extra Halloween candy. Just dump it. It's called junk food for a reason, and you shouldn't feel guilty if you throw it out. Someone did mention to me on Twitter or Facebook that there's a program that allows you to send uh, your leftover candy to the troops, um, to American troops, if you're American. Now, you know, that's fine. I'm certainly they will appreciate it, and you might be interested in looking that up on the Internet. But get it out of your house. You don't need it. I'm not necessarily sure they need it, but, you know, no one really needs it, and if it's in anybody's possession, we're all going to eat it. I mean, there's very few people. I know some people who can, who will never eat that stuff, but you know, 99% of people I know, even 99% of trainers I know, if they have a candy bar sitting on their desk, eventually they'll eat it. All right, so you will feel better about it when you get rid of it. You'll benefit from it, and you will not have to stop yourself from eating it because it's not there. So get it out of your uh, possession, and you'll be much better off. All right, so let's Hit Booty for Life, Workout A, from weeks four, one to four. So this is part one of the program. You're going to start with a dumbbell split squat paired with a stability ball leg curl. So that's your first superset. Then you're going to go into a dumbbell step up paired with a plank. And then a stability ball jackknife and a stability ball rollout paired together. So it's a real hard booty and ab workout. That's a real challenging workout there. You're going to finish off with interval training and stretch any of your tight booty muscles. <laughs> All right, so in Tuesday, we want to do 30 minutes of fun activity, do something fun. I mean, 
personally for me today, I went out with the dog and we just ran little, I don't know, we just ran little agility patterns just, you know, to goof around and, and uh, wrestled a bit and just got out in the nice fresh air. It's very stress relieving. Really had a good time. Um, you know, it was an off day. We just want to go outside and, and goof around for a bit. So that's what off days are all about. It's not about going to the gym and getting a magazine and doing cardio. You don't have to do that on your off days unless you absolutely think about that stuff 24 hours a day. All right, so November 2009 Men's Health gave us a couple of tips I want to talk about on this day too. Uh, the two of them are kind of like plain and simple to me and really comes down to the basics. And their one tip was that lifting heavy weights overhead is better, you know, in a standing position, is better than lifting lighter weights sitting on a ball. And that kind of makes sense. But, you know, in, in a couple years ago, people got a little overboard on the craze of using balls and BOSU balls for every exercise. But the bottom line is, if you're lifting, you know, if you're squatting 300 pounds with both feet on the floor, it's a whole lot better than squatting with 95 pounds with both feet on a BOSU ball. I mean, you just can't even argue that they're in the same league. So same with, you know, military pressing, 135 pounds overhead. It's going to be a lot more powerful for your body than military pressing 45 pounds while standing on a ball, sitting on a BOSU, uh, stability ball or standing on a BOSU ball. So that kind of stuff is pretty obvious to me, but not a lot of people realize that. Men's Health was uh, kind enough to pass that along. I think they had a research study. I just can't remember the reference. And then they also made a point to, to point out that plain creatine powder is best and the rest is simply a joke. So if you're going to buy creatine, just buy a plain, cheap creatine powder. I mean, all the stuff that you're getting is going to be safe and it's simply just, a, I mean, it's just a powder that anybody can make for pennies on the dollar these days. And you don't need any of these fancy schmancy creatines. The only thing that can actually help creatine work better is by consuming a large amount of carbohydrate and protein mixed with it. So yes, you can buy some that are pre-made or you can make your own at home. But that's it, pretty plain and simple. Lift heavy and supplement with the basics, if anything at all. All right, into Wednesday, back to working your booty and workout B for Booty for Life. This is more of an upper body workout, actually it's an entire upper body workout. We're giving the booty a day of rest here. You're gonna do an eccentric chin up, so five seconds on the way down. Get yourself boosted back up. And then push-ups or kneeling push-ups, three sets of as many as you can. So that's the first superset. That'll be real tough. Again, this workout was designed for women, but men can use it, especially this upper body workout. It's pretty good. Uh, second superset is a wide grip seated row, or you can do a elbow out dumbbell row or a dumbbell rear deltoid raise in place there, or a body weight row, and pair that with a dumbbell chest press. And then third superset is dumbbell rows paired with dumbbell incline press. So I mean, that's a, a tough upper body workout for anybody, man or woman, and you'll like that. Interval workout, B to finish off, and there you're done. Into Thursday, we're going to do 30 minutes of fun activity. So we're going to go and do something we really love, maybe get outside. If you're down under, you're going to be enjoying the uh, march towards spring and summer. If you're up here in North America or Europe, you're going to be enjoying the, the nice fall weather. So get outside and do something fun. And now we're going to take a look at the interesting research study that I came across this week from the Journal of American College of Nutrition and their April 2009 journal. And it's titled Adherence and Success in Long-Term Weight Loss Diets. And so what they were doing was these researchers from Israel were taking a look at how 
322 obese participants. They were about 52 years of age on average. They were randomly assigned to one of three diet groups, a low-fat diet group, a low-carb diet group, or a Mediterranean-type diet group. And they studied them for two years. And they found that overall the compliance was 85%, which is actually really high, and I'm surprised it was that high. And it was a little bit higher in the low-fat group. They had 90% compliance, and it was 78% at the low end in the low-carbohydrate diet group. Now, here's where the findings get relatively interesting. They found that more women dropped out than men. So 29% of women dropped out, only 14% of men dropped out. They found that people who were smoking cigarettes dropped out, 25% versus 14% of people that didn't smoke cigarettes. And they also found out that the higher your baseline, going, your BMI going into the study, the more likely you were to drop out, so more overweight people. And the less success you have, that means the less weight loss you had at month six, the more likely you were to drop out. So, you know, the first two there were kind of surprising that women and smokers drop out quicker. And uh, the other two, not so surprising. I mean, if you're starting off at a, at a more difficult level of uh, achievement, like um, it's a tough way of saying, you know, if you're more overweight, you're going to drop out probably sooner. And if you don't experience any results, so that's not a surprise there that people would drop out if they're not getting weight loss. So what they also found, and this is pretty obvious too, is that the more weight loss you had at month six was associated with greater success at the end of two years. So not surprising. A couple other things they found. Holidays were a big trigger for people to drop out. So that's when they, they tended to drop out. And the most irresistible restricted food items were cookies. 45% of the dieters had a hard time ignoring cookies. And fruit, which was kind of weird. 30% of people could not um, restrict themselves from eating more fruit. And I'm probably thinking that has to do with the low-carbohydrate diet that wasn't allowed fruit. So if you're on a low-carb diet and you're craving fruit, that might not be the best diet for you to uh, maintain easily. And then the one last thing that they found that was kind of interesting for us to talk about is that of the, 200, or the 322 people in the study, 107 were physically active on a regular basis. And of those 107, almost half of them, 44%, reported a tendency to eat less after exercising, and 10% reported uh, the tendency to eat more. So we've talked about that in the past with people may possibly be eating more calories after cardio. They found most of the people in this study ate less after exercise, but some of the people did have an increase in appetite. So very interesting finding there that 10% of people have an increase in appetite when they are exercising. And I'm sure it was probably not always, like, you know, probably some workouts they had an increase in appetite and some didn't, but that was an interesting bit of feedback. So the bottom line, the conclusion here is that special attention is needed for women, current smokers, and during holidays to help keep those people, you know, sticking with their diet. So interesting stuff there. Um, you know, the, the number one thing, in my opinion, is to always find a diet that suits your personality and your physiology, and that means you will have to try more than one diet in order to find one that works for you, and there's no shame in that. And in fact, you should be applauded for going out and trying new diets and then continuing to try and improve your health and fitness. So I recommend that you try whatever becomes available if you're not having success with what you're doing right now.
All right, into workout C on Friday here, Booty for Life. And finish off this first four-week program, we're going to start with a, this will be a total body workout here. We're going to do dumbbell squats paired with side plank. Then we're going to do dumbbell rear deltoid raise paired with stability ball hip extension. And then we're going to do a little bit of arms for fun here on Friday, dumbbell incline curl and dumbbell tricep extension. Or you can skip that, or you can put in something like a Bulgarian split squat or a one-leg hip extension to work your booty if you want a little more booty action. And then finish off with interval workout A, and you're done for the week. Proud of you. Great, great stuff. Hope you had a good workout. And let's move into my favorite day of the week, the Social Support Saturday. 30 minutes of fun activity. Do something with a friend if you can. And here's an interesting tip on supporting yourself. Now, the vet, you know, it's really important to get social support from others, but you also have to set up your lifestyle so that you are supporting yourself and making sure that, you know, you know you're not having junk in the house and also setting up uh, your lifestyle so that you don't miss workouts. And the October issue of Men's Health Magazine said that people who work out in the morning are 90% more likely to stick to their workout than folks who try to work out later. So let me just say that again. You have a 90% greater chance of sticking to your workout if you do it first thing in the morning. doesn't really matter when your first thing in the morning is, you know, whether you get up at 5 a.m. or whether you get up at 10 a.m. If you work out first thing in the morning or in the morning in general, you're going to have better success at sticking to your program. So something to think about there if you're having trouble fitting in your workouts after work. All right, and into finally Sunday, our plan, shop, and prepare day. We've got two things to do on Sunday, and you don't have to do plan, shop, and prepare on Sunday, but I do recommend it's probably a nice, easy day for most people. So that's one thing, and also we want to get 30 minutes of fun activity. Now, when you're doing your planning and shopping, make sure that you prepare and think about, you know, what can be the best breakfast that I can uh, provide myself based on my lifestyle. Is it something I need to blend up? Is it something I need to put in the microwave? Is it something I need to be able to carry and eat on the bus or the subway on the way to work? Or is it something I want to make at my desk as soon as I get to work, you know, before I start my, my work? Or is it something I will need to eat in a truck, you know, when I'm, if, you know, if you're construction or roofing and you have to eat your breakfast as uh, somebody drives you guys to the work site? Make sure you're mentally prepared. And there's three reasons why you should have breakfast. And surprisingly, one of them is not that it boosts your metabolism. In fact, I, I don't believe that. I don't know if there's any science that shows that breakfast boosts your metabolism. I don't think there's ever been a study on that. And, uh, but you see that everywhere, that uh, trainers say, oh, breakfast boosts your metabolism. But I, I just don't know if it's true. But what I do know is that researchers have found that people who eat breakfast tend to maintain their weight loss better than folks who don't. So we know that. That's from the Colorado researchers that everybody's always talking about when they're talking about why breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And it's interesting, but they never really give an explanation for why. They give this data that the people who eat breakfast are better at keeping the weight off, but that's all they say. And so trainers have gone and said, well, it must be metabolism. Well, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with metabolism. So that is not my argument. But So my first argument of why you should eat breakfast is that it just seems to work. Nobody knows why. To help people, people keep their weight off. Second, Bill Phillips, the author of Body for Life, not Booty for Life, but Body for Life, believes that if you don't start your day with a good breakfast, 
then your mind starts down the dreaded path of, oh, well, I've already blown it. I may as well keep eating whatever I want. But if you get up on time, eat the breakfast that is on your meal plan, then you'll have a better chance of sticking to all the rest of the good behaviors that you need to make over the rest of the day. And then finally, I do know that there is some research from guys in Toronto here at the University of Toronto. They found that eating a high-fiber breakfast helps reduce food intake in uh, the following meal. They called it the first meal effect. So if you eat a high-fiber breakfast, you probably won't eat as much at lunchtime. So that's something to keep in mind there. Three good reasons to eat breakfast, but make sure you plan out so you're eating a proper breakfast. So again, start your day right, and the rest of the day will be easier. So that's it, kiddos. That's it for this week. we got Booty for Life Part 2 coming in next week, and something very, very special next week. We're going to have an interview with a fitness guru, and it's not one of uh, the gurus that I've ever interviewed before or that you've ever heard me talk about before. This one's going to be a real surprise to you, but it is one of the biggest fitness uh, celebrities in the world right now. So we will have them on the call next week or at least um, a link to their call. I'm actually going to be interviewing them a week from Monday, I think. So, So then we'll just put a link to it on the blog, and I'll mention it here in this call. So I look forward to speaking with that person and giving you some great insight into their program and philosophies, and we'll be sharing them with you in the next call. So again, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com wishing you an excellent seven-day fat-burning week and hope you enjoy that booty for life.